it's Scott McCain, and welcome to another of our sessions on creating distinction in sales and customer service. We take a look at some ways that you can stand out from the pack. Short podcasts of five minutes to discuss some of the major issues and what you need to do to stand out and move up, regardless of what's happening in your industry, regardless of what's going on with the competition. What are some of the things that you can do to be different? Because as we know from some of our previous conversations, different is perceived as superior by your customers. We'll have more on that for you in future podcasts as well. Really glad you're with us. I'm broadcasting someplace differently today. Uh, we have a little courtyard outside the office, and it is, it, gosh, summer is here. It is beautiful, and uh, it's the end of May in 2013 as I'm recording this. So, uh, great to great to have you with us. Um, communication, obviously, is a critical aspect of creating distinction. It's impossible to be distinctive unless you're communicating that distinction to your customers, whether those customers are internal, the people that you work with, your colleagues, or external, those prospects and customers that you desire to to sell your products and services to again and again. As we look at communication, uh, we can go back to ancient history to discover some pretty important things. Aristotle said there were three principal approaches or principal means to persuasion in any kind of speech. Those three are ethos. Ethos is an appeal based on the character and the credibility of the presenter. So in other words, someone who appeals to their audience through ethos would be uh, someone who is banking on their own personal character and credibility to, to be a major par- portion of the persuasion of the argument. The second, according to Aristotle, was logos. That's an appeal through the argument of the apparent truth of the matter being presented. So in other words, in the discussion, what you say is so obviously truthful, so obviously persuasive, that just based on that logic alone, uh, logos is where logic comes from, uh, the word logic comes from, that will be enough to persuade the audience. The third of the three is pathos. And that's an appeal to the emotions of the audience. So pathos connects with the audience in a a highly emotional, connected manner. So ethos, based on the character and credibility of the presenter. Logos, based upon the logic and the apparent truth of the argument. And pathos, an appeal to the emotions of the audience. Now, here's the fundamental problem encountered when attempting to communicate, let's say, technical information. You want to communicate the features of your product or the, the technical aspects of your service or consulting. The problem is, most times, many times, the listener is not as technically advanced as you are. That's why they want to talk to you in the first place, right? You have technical knowledge that they need. However, typically, the technical communicator uh, tends to communicate with logos. In other words, they want to use the logic, the apparent truth of the superiority of the product or service as the way to persuade the customer. Now, how would you do it distinctively? Because notice there's a problem here. By using logic about an area in which you have more credibility, you might be using the wrong approach. The technical speaker presumably understands the logic much better than the audience does. The detailed reasoning is often not followed by your listener, who's unable to fully comprehend the precise argument being presented. Now, many communication experts suggest that the personalities and communication styles of those most adept at highly technical occupations 
tend to be centered more in that dispassionate logic than in the emotion or the striving for personal credibility. So here's the suggestion. What style should you use? In other words, if logos is all you have experience in communicating in, pathos is going to seem uncomfortable. But the fundamental challenge is this. You have to do, one, whatever style is most persuasive to the listener, and two, whatever works to resolve any disconnection that you might have with a customer or prospect. See, you can take it as a given that the interests of a non-technical or non-educated, informed audience about your product or service will always be different from the approach that you would take. The fundamental thing to be distinctive is not to say, what am I going to tell them about my product or service? To be distinctive, you have to ask the question, what do they need to learn about my product or service? How can I answer the questions that they may have? Approach your communication in that manner, and you can create distinction in the way that you sell and serve your customers. This is Scott McCain. Thanks for listening.